I said settle down. That's better. Barley boys, get to it. Welcome to a special edition of Sleeper Island News on the scene at the Bitter Dwarf Inn. We are your host. I am Liliana. And I'm Blix the Log Goblin. We're going to do something adventurers seem to forget to do when they run across people. Talk to them. Here with us today is our ambassador from the Great Kenrin Empire. Welcome, Anafina Beal. I feel this will be an event of mutual benefits. Let me get straight to the point, Anafi. How do I become a member of the royal family? <laughs> uh, you might not be the right fit. It is possible to marry into the royal family after a person gets verified by the Department of Security, which involves verifying your history, criminal and medical records, along with the purity of one's soul, to name a few. No, hold on a second, I'm writing that down. Department of... Oh, and what are these departments we're hearing about? These state departments oversee the daily operations of our government under the rule of the royal family Varol. Noteworthy departments are the Department of Defense run by General Bahadur, the Department of Security run by the Death Color Rashida, the Department of Agriculture run by Sir Zahur, the Department of Interspecies Relations is run by your truly. It was created in a response to a policy shift. There are many more, but I'm not here to bore you. If you're interested, come and find me later if you want to know more. GKE is no longer content to remain in isolation. We are awakened, and my department has been established to establish friendly contacts and to reach out to our neighbors. If that's so, why the policy shift from living in isolation to reaching out? Hmm. That was the result of an internal debate that lasted for nearly a year. King Anenvaro followed his advice's recommendation after extended contact with Haru, the ruler of ravens and most absent of AFK. Princess Letia Varro's travels outside of the Empire were also a significant factor. The isolation policy was implemented with good reason. Long ago we dealt with several, shall we say, unfavorable groups. An odd thing for an ambassador to add, perhaps, but I would be one of the first to champion the policy returning to what it once was, say, if there was another attempt on my life. Another attempt on your life? You must be popular. But really though, who are your true enemies? A constant threat for many generations are the flies within our desert. There are three hives of which we know. The central one, located north of the portal, contains their queen. We are trying to prepare for another search, as our experts are expecting another one to come soon. This has happened over generations when they collect enough biomaterial. There are raiders near the mountainside that we have not been able to allocate enough resources to. And the Orcs of the Way have been troublesome in the past. 
We went to war with the Illithids in the north, and we shot down one of their vessels, which, by our calculation, crashed near the ruins of Salmada. But we had to return due to few constraints, and we have not yet sent another team to check it out due to other priorities. The raiders, orcs, any wanty have been passed in the past, but nothing insurmountable. We've recently begun encountering Yanti more and more. What's your beef with them? Also, how can we avoid making your naughty list? Do not attempt to lay claim to any of our territories or resources. The Yuanti were trade partners long ago, but there was some bad business with their black broth, as they call it. They use it in their rituals and claim it bestows great power, but it doesn't mix well with our biology. Though, and it has caused some disagreements. Our Department of Intelligence was put on high alert for a time and there was a significant anti-propaganda campaign. A full recounting is beyond the scope of this interview. But if you wish to know more, do get with me in my office and ha I'm happy to share some of this information. Now, maybe this is more of a personal question, so I might visit you in the office soon, like, what kind of hair do you guys like? But uh, to the interview point, how does the great Kenran Empire see us then, like as a whole, all of AFK? The Department of Interspecies Relations sees the allied freeholds of Katashaka in a favorable light. I've personally worked with Zack to reform the government within your fledgling nation. My government still holds reservations about the longevity of AFK and its stability, but Overall, AFK is seen in a positive light with great potential. Especially due to AFK helping us with projects and providing us with valuable information and knowledge that was lost to us pertaining to the portal network. Speaking of portals, I've heard you're controlling travel through the SQW portal. What's that all about? That is correct. The SQW portal combination leads to our old territory, New Anonmin, that is located southwest of New Amonkhet. We are extremely passionate about our claim on New Anonmin. Luckily, this will not be a point of contention between our nations, as AFK has signed away any claims to these lands almost a year ago. New Amonkhet is what I would call a permissive environment. If you have a personal identification marker, you're allowed to travel within our domain, with the exclusion of some military designated no-go zones, religious holy sites, research facilities and cultivated private areas. And of course there are some government excluded zones. Through SQW portal, there lies New Anomin, which is a non-permissive environment at this point. Any unauthorized travelers will be detained, questioned, logged, and afterwards they will be sent back from whence they came. We are currently still setting up the infrastructure and securing our domain there, which of course is important. So wait, 
Are you talking about them really pretty necklaces I see in some of our adventures? I saw a whole slew of them new ones the other day. Yes, you could call them pretty necklaces. The personal identification markers are our proof of identity and the proof that the state recognizes you as a person. They are called PIMS for short. It is required for every person to have registered a PIM beforehand and to carry their PIM on them at all times. There are different ranks of PIMS, uh, starting from tier 1 ivory up to gold, adamantine and many more. You can rank up to higher tier PIMS by performing activities that align with the Great Kenran Empire, such as quests, jobs, tasks, or aid in internal or external politic agreements, or perhaps contract negotiations. Even performing trade missions can be a way to improve your standing. Higher ranks make you eligible for free instays, give you access to exclusive areas of our city, exclusive stores, enriched items, vehicle rentals, amongst many others, of course. Hmm, I wonder what the royal family wants. Um, it seems though that your people are not native to this lovely island of monsters and all things spooky. So, where did you all hail from originally? Our history traces back over 2,000 years to Amonkhet. The great Kenran Empire's capital and cultural center has always been in Sashotep, situated in New Amonkhet. You refer to it as the Desert of Flies. Well, uh, that's all the time we have for the program. We would like to thank Anofi. And our sponsor is Hot Purple Alessandro, where you can get your cheap chickens. Are we farmers now? Well, they have a bit more than that, Bleak See, I noticed that Wizard Kenku brought a small herd of chicken from there. Why in the Middle Plains would Camus want a herd of chicken? He's a... he's Kenku. Rumor has it, he's attempting to summon a poultry geist. <laughs> oh my lord. That's your worst one yet, honey. Well, that's all the time we have for the program. I've been Blix the Log Goblin. And I'm Liliana, his only friend, Nigga Princessin. Wishing all of you a good night and safe adventuring from the Sleeper Island News Team. Alright, we're done. Now go away. I've got logs to read. See you soon, honeys. Mm -hmm.